What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 5 of E equals A squared. I'm sitting here today with Andrew Lagerdale and young Richie. He's hey. back again. Hello, man. Running around the block. Turns out that uh, stroke that Andrew Desire had last week was pretty fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Take, say Don't say yeah. He's yeah. taking a brief hiatus. What happened to Andrew? But today on the podcast, we're going to talk about who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who is it I? your destiny? <laughs> or a destiny someone else chose for you? <laughs> it's time to start asking yourself the important questions in life. Where did yes. you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. The first thing we want to talk to you guys about is who are you? Like, have you actually defined yourself? Do you know the kind of person you are under pressure? When you're angry? When you're upset? How you act when... Shit doesn't go your way, you know, when you're in your feelings. See, I, I had an experience one time that showed me which friends I could rely on and which friends I could never fucking rely on. <laughs> so I was having a bonfire in my house, and then all of a sudden, the fire fell through the floor, <laughs> and uh, the ground underneath is catching fire. Everyone starts panicking. One girl starts yelling. She goes, fire! 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 I'm like, shut the fuck up! You're going to wake up my parents! Hey, <laughs> get out of there. And then... <laughs> And then an- another girl stands up and she has a water bottle and she's shaking uncontrollably because the <laughs> adrenaline is taking over her. And she's pouring drips of water on the fire. And I said, move! Go away! She's <laughs> shaking and crying. So everyone, uh, everyone's freaking out. And I'm like, guys, stop! Calm down! Stop yelling! I was like, fuck! We have to get the hose! So we, we, I run about 25 yards down and the real people followed me. The real people were there. I was pretty sure I was at the hose first. You were there. No, no. We got the hose. We fed the hose. Ran it out. Put out the fire. No problem. No one found out. Buried the ashes. It was a good fucking day. <laughs> but, but like, it's moments like those where your true colors really come out. You have to know yourself in order to conquer yourself. How do you act under pressure? But I feel like most of the time you set up situations for yourself where it's like, once you go through it the first time, you'll know what to do the next time. Yeah. A lot of situations are just based off of experience. Like, what have you been through that can set you up for your next experience? You know? That's why it's real good to not shy away from opportunities to really go out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of people are very introverted, and they just take that opportunity to say, no, I don't want to be a part of that. I'll stay at home today. And they avoid really... You know, putting themselves out there in opportunities where they could find out who they are, how they'll act, you know, in situations. 
you know, one of the things that we always like to talk about is the Myers-Briggs personality uh, test. Personality yeah. test. We love going over that because Ethan's in love with his title, The Architect. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice title to have. Only nice 1% of people are architects. <laughs> but, now, Andrew's a debater. He just fucking like lights up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love debating. <laughs> the debater is an awesome architect. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. He'll argue. Advocate. He'll argue. It's, it's obviously superior to the architect. <laughs> <laughs> Superior in arguments, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. They did say that debaters tend to make arbitrary arguments, where my arguments are uh, written facts, hard that is facts. The only thing Ethan took away from it <laughs> is that I make logically sound arguments, and Andrew's all about his feelings. Yeah, never in my life. <laughs> now, Richie is also an INTJ. He loves his title as well. Yeah, he recently... So let, let's explain what that means. So we were talking shit about... Well, Andrew's talking about shit about introverts because he's an extrovert. He doesn't understand. <laughs> I'm, I, I am an pain. INTJ. And that refers to four categories of the eight categories you can score, right? So it's, everything is like a flip of the coin. You're either one side or the other, right? So I stands for introvert. The N stands for intuitive type. T stands for thinking. And the J stands for judging. So basically what it's saying, it's like how I make my decisions is that I am more of an introverted, introspective kind of type. Like my approach, I'm more comfortable being alone than being with other people. And as an INTJ though, I also have this intuitive side that kind of gives me a better understanding of other people. I have more empathy. That's where I make up for not a... Mm -hmm. uh, necessarily being an extrovert and going out and out. <laughs> but it was so funny just reading through it because we both just like resonated really hard with it because it's not it's not like your horoscope which is some like random arbitrary well, thing. I'm a Scorpio. So <laughs> yeah. like, how, how do you put so much weight on something so random like that? Yeah, it's, people do it all the time. Listen, though. man, listen. Oh, he's a Leo. He just doesn't get it. <laughs> 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 I'm over here cracking on uh, astrology, but I really do like it. You know, I think it's a fun little game to play. Mm -hmm. You know, you find out what your astrology is like, and it's cool. It's it's nice, but it's not gonna. Maybe it's like I it's feel like nowhere even equivocal. It, to it's, <laughs> it's your nature versus your nurture. You know, your nurture would definitely be the Myers Briggs because it's the questions that you actually answer. Like, yeah. this is you. Like, if you answer it honestly, it will get you down to a freaking T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Astrology is more of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You, you read through it, you're like, oh, my God, I did wear a blue shirt today. <laughs> like, you know, but you like. You trick yourself to see but, that red card. But Myers-Briggs, yeah. is it's actually more of a breakdown of your personality, like how you think, how you perceive the world, and how others perceive you. And it's it's all empirically based. It's It was created by a mother-daughter uh, psychologist team that uh, they grouped everyone into 16 different personality types and based off of that it's on like a bell curve kind of basis of frequency so there are personality types that show up with higher degrees of frequency and there are others that show up with lower degrees of frequency I am an INTJ so mine it's Richie as well mm -hmm. 2% where 2% of people score this test we're not like bragging or anything but it's it's kind of funny because when we're reading through the personality type it makes a lot of sense for people like me and Richie because one of the main complaints of an INTJ is how difficult it is to find like-minded people <laughs> to be around us because we like Although we're introverted, we're extremely confident if you fall in that way. Because that's another cool factor. Hubris. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, arrogance was on your side, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the, like it's kind of interesting because sure it's the INTJ, right? But then there's also the factor of you being assertive versus you being turbulent, and that kind of affects how you express those character traits. Mm-hmm. So me as an assertive type INTJ, I'm confident in, mm-hmm. in my my beliefs and actions, and I'll like you know fight to death defending them. Mm-hmm. But someone who's turbulent takes on a more negative approach. Maybe they're like, I'm confident, but based in fact, but I'm not arrogant. Like, you know, I wouldn't argue a point for the sake of arguing nothing, like for yeah. the sake of being right. And I was thinking about that before. Like, how often do people just not know why they're arguing the things they're arguing about? Yeah. You know, it's like, are you arguing simply to just win an argument? Are you arguing something to make somebody feel bad? Like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong, you're stupid, I'm smart. Like, people really need to start to understand, like, this is really good tool for, like, just understanding yourself and seeing why it is you do certain things, Yeah, you know? Yeah, this is basically, who am I 101? <laughs> Myers-Briggs personality test. Because I think on the other hand, like, we were saying before, like, they're introverts who aren't willing to, like, go out and kind of explore, but at the same time, they're extroverts that aren't willing to go in and explore. Yeah. And, like, you know, on the inside, like, we have our own worlds, and if we don't develop it and we don't become comfortable with being alone, we'll never really understand ourselves to the point where we can manifest it into achieving our own goals. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are just complete strangers to themselves. They're so uncomfortable being alone. It's hard to stay home at night. Me? It's hard to get me to be motivated to go out. <laughs> I, like, I got my crew, I got my my fiance, and that's it. And my dog. I, like last last week. Why would you go out if last you have week, a dog? Last week I had a I had a whole week off and I had a staycation. I just stayed at home, hung out with my dog. I couldn't be happier. Got beat up and smashed. Uh, I got spammed and smashed. <laughs> Call it what you want. You're yeah, Rich, Richie saw who's the talent there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, I had to play. You know. You have to play me. Yeah. You just need to keep playing until I get better. Yeah, That's yeah. It. You're gonna like Smash. You're gonna like Smash Ultimate. Smash Ultimate for you nerds out there. You know, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's something I want to do with you guys in the future. Not right now. You gotta build towards it. We're gonna mm. start a Twitch channel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know, as he, a debater, and me, an architect, we're natural shit talkers. <laughs> <laughs> he he he's ready to argue any point, and I'm ready to dissect and destroy. <laughs> Friendship doesn't matter when you're competing. I the Myers Briggs uh, things used was shred arguments. <laughs> Which is just what I do, you know. Simple, basic stuff. But yeah, let's let's go back to just explaining to you guys what actually the Myers Briggs breakdown goes, how it like what it teaches you. So the first two sections of introverts and extroverts go through sh- explains how you interact with the world. Right. Yeah. Now the second uh, set, which is the sensory sensory types and the intuitive types, is how you absorb information. So it's more of like if you're a sensory type, you're more of like observant on the on the surface. You're like, oh, that's green. But then if you're an intuitive type, you're like, why is it green? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what what pigments form or how's the light reflecting? Like you know. <laughs> meanwhile, you're like, yo, it's fucking green. Like <laughs> just chill. Man. Chill. <laughs> then then we have the thinkers versus the feelers. This is the this is how you make your decisions. How you go about choosing how you feel. Uh, thinkers tend to make decisions using logic and analysis. Feelers tend to be sensitive and cooperative, and they, they follow decide their hearts. <laughs> they decide based on I feelings. My brain. Heart of the cards. <laughs> <laughs> and then organization is the last aspect of it. It's 
uh, split between judges and perceivers. Judges tend to be organized and prepared, whereas, per- list. whereas perceivers prefer to keep their options open. I probably was a perceiver, for sure. I just remember I was a debater. I don't remember how my uh, breakdown was. Do you remember it? Yeah, I think you're an ENTP. So, yeah, you yeah. are a perceiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm a, I'm a very strong J. <laughs> I have a high need for order. Yeah, that's that's where we're in conflict because it's like you'll go in with no plan. And it's like, okay, you're going to go with no plan? Uh, how are you going to do it? What's your next <laughs> oh, I we'll will it out. get through it. <laughs> now, to me, I need structure. Like... The way I live my life, mm-hmm. it just I kind of teeter actually between an INTJ and an INFJ. All my other traits are strong. Like I, I have an eighty-four percent preference of being an introvert to an extrovert. Damn. I have like a ninety percent preference of being intuitive over sensing. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to thinking versus feeling, I have like a fifty-three percent versus like a forty-seven percent. Mm. And then judging is like a strong 96%. <laughs> because look how high these numbers are. No, but like it's because even when I take the test, I'm making strong decisions. I'm not no, putting all you. these moderate answers. I'm like, mm. I am or I am not. <laughs> like, but, but you see, that's one of the benefits of actually really knowing yourself. It's something that you can answer without a shadow of a doubt. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not everybody's just born with that characteristic where they're decisive and they can just answer. Like, oh, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. But this is what we're talking to you about. Try to figure out who you are, what you're about. Like, and this is a great first step tool to figuring mm-hmm. that out. Because no, it was the actual first step in actually this entire general, like finding out who you are personally mm-hmm. was with the Enneagram. Mm, because yeah. with the Enneagram, it was like, oh, it labeled me as a perfectionist. And I was like, I feel that way. Yeah, I can see and that. And then, <laughs> like, it's, some people would say that, like, it's not good to try to be perfectionist because you can't. Mm. Yeah. But I would always try in every single sense of everything I did to make it sure that it was perfect to me, at least. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. You know, Ethan had a real great quote last week where he said, you know, perfection is a recipe for insanity. And, and I loved hearing that because it's just like, you know what, like far too often do we tr- strive to be perfect. Like you'll never get this one off perfect recipe where you're just like, yo, oh, this is perfect. Like, I have everything set up in my life. Everything in my life is perfect because that's not how life works. You're going to get hit by a truck. <laughs> Multiple trucks. Multiple trucks, and that's called life. Like, straight up, like, it, you can't just go and try to make everything perfect. When you go and you seek that perfection, you're going to drive yourself crazy. You know, like, I prefer to look at it like, you know, don't seek perfection. Seek being better. Mm-hmm. Seek your Knowledge. betterment. Not not just knowledge, but just seeking your betterment. <laughs> I you know understand you, Rich. <laughs> Goddamn INTJs about numbers. He's debating whether or not we should be seeking knowledge. <laughs> Where's my debaters out here? Goddamn it, Andrew. Why'd you have to have that stroke? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lost to our superior tactical. <laughs> but but you, see, you see, now. the other Andrew is also a debater as well. So, you know, he thinks very much like me. You know, and that critical analysis is like, yo, let's, like, one of the major aspects of a debater is that they like to see ideas put before them. It's like, if we're wrong, prove to me I'm wrong so I can update my position, position. so I can learn from that mistake and not be wrong in the future. Because ultimately, I don't want to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so if you have a theory or explanation that's better than mine, I'm all ears for it. Tell mm-hmm. me, and then I will learn it, and then use it. It'll become my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've always been a bit of a chameleon in that sense. Yeah. You know? When you're saying about perfectionism too, it's like that's such a deeply ingrained trait 
that's in me. That's something I've had to like kind of battle with with myself. Yeah, I know. Because like I have the hardest time being like satisfied in the present moment, and Zvini always has to check me, mm-hmm. like to make me appreciate what's going on. Because I'm constantly on the next thing. Like mm-hmm. like last year in August, like I published my book, and I literally didn't even feel anything. Like I published <laughs> I published my book, and I'm like, yeah, I'll probably start writing another book, and then you know, maybe I'll do this. Now I got to think about the marketing. I have to do this. And Zvini's like, yo, like you have to slow down. She threw your surprise party. Yeah, she threw me a surprise party. I was like, oh my god, I like I wrote a book. Like, I, I forget. <laughs> like, Holy know. shit, everybody's yeah. here for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, she's like, you gotta you gotta slow down and appreciate yourself. But like she'll mm. give me the advice, but then like it'll take me another three weeks to like, you know what, I think I gotta slow down <laughs> <laughs> and appreciate it. But it, it's so hard with uh this perfectionist kind of mentality. Because so many people say that, like, but mm. they, they don't understand it at all. Yeah. Like, unless you are truly like a perfectionist, you don't understand it at all. Mm. Like I Richie, I'm sure, shares this Richie's with me. It's just like we have a such a high standard of excellence for ourselves, and the reason why the bar is so high, and it's it's not from like an irrational standpoint, is because we have seen other people achieve it. Mm, we're like, yeah. if other people can achieve it, I can achieve it. Listen, it's mm-hmm. doable. We're all human, yeah. right? Like, it's not enough. Like, oh, I have a four pack, well, not good <laughs> enough. <laughs> One thing I for sure noticed about Richie is just like he always wants to do everything to the maximum efficiency. Yeah. So it's like, he he's such a nice person. It's just be like, oh, I'll do it for you because not only because like I'm a nice person, but because I can do it better. No, he, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You, you think he's being nice, but he's really like on the inside just having a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> Watching you do this so slowly. It's like, fuck, let me, here, here let, 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 let me do it. Like, yeah, like, it literally, it. It literally it. drives us insane to see people doing shit wrong. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like, come on, man. Like, I'll help you. I'll, you'll understand after I do it. <laughs> after you watch me, you take my formula. Pay, pay attention. You will my child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just things like that that, like, you know, th- all these are building blocks of just getting to know yourself. You know, that, that's why I love these kinds of personality tests, like the Enneagram, like you said too. Mm-hmm. Like, I I got a very similar one. Like, a, I got the adventure. Like, the, what is it, seven? Mm-hmm. I don't I, remember I, mine. Uh, you know, because I I remember it probably was like nine. one or a nine. I think me and you had the same ones, just in a different order. Yeah, because the perfectionist and then. There's um nine was the peacemaker that it was like yeah. that was my wing <laughs> yeah one or nine and then I took it again and I ended up getting like the giver yeah with like I think it's the one and the I'm two. definitely not a giver no no even like hatred <laughs> ruthless ambition <laughs> you know, ultimately what what I want to ask you the viewers is like you know what do you know about yourself like have you ever really taken the time to ask yourself like you know what kind of person am I you know, like last week we were talking about haters. Mm-hmm. It's like haters don't always know they're haters. <laughs> like, are you the kind of person that like when you hear news, you're going to be like, well, that's stupid because blah, blah, blah. And just start taking it apart. And like, you know, people don't think that they're saying anything negative or like, you know, being negative towards it. But like maybe maybe you do think like that. You know, maybe you're just cynical because you've been burned many times. You know, like try to really understand yourself and understand your motives mm-hmm. behind like why you're feeling the way you feel, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, once you understand yourself, the really exciting thing is that you can start to kind of understand other people. Mm. So like when he talks about haters, 
I have, a, I have a special person in my heart for that. <laughs> so at, at my job... Give us your full name. Oh, no, 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 I'll give you my nickname. No, no. At my job, I, there's an older gentleman. Hey, that, hey, hey. That, that's a little too much information. Uh, at your old job, with, right? Yeah, yeah, my old job. <laughs> okay. there, there is an older gentleman that I worked with, uh, and I refer to him as Devil Dave. <laughs> because he always plays devil's advocate. He always try to see the dark, the like the shittiest side of anything that you do ever. Like, I remember I had mentioned to him, like we were just talking. Like I thought I just fell for the trap, man. I, uh, I was like endearing grandfather figure, and uh, like sure, let me tell him what I'm doing. Like old uh, people love that. <laughs> no, 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 but like I like I like talking to people. Uh, I like speaking to older people because sometimes you get like little gems of wisdom, or you know, they have so much experience, and like I like having those conversations. Sometimes they've fucked up lives, yeah. and they're ready to tell you about yeah. it. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> oh but yo, but Devil That's Dave, but Devil Dave, he's always. Always a pessimist. Yeah. With any topic, he will try to find the negative in it. Like I told him, I wrote a book, and he's like, "So like, you're a kid? What do you know?" Wow. He's like, "You don't know anything." Yeah. I'm like, "Says who?" He's like, like "You probably lived this privileged life." He's like, "Your mommy and daddy probably paid for everything for you, right?" He's like, "Paid for you? What'd you go to private school? Like, let me guess." Like, I'm like, I'm like. No, no. <laughs> I love how he made so many assumptions. Oh my god, he made so. I get so angry, but I have to like, control should, myself. Should say, why don't you read my book? I read <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I dare you read my book. <laughs> Want to see how privileged my life was? He's gonna come to you crying. <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, but he'd do that all the time. He'd be like, "So what do you know?" He's like, "My my brother tried writing a book, but he couldn't get published." Like you know, I'm like, "Oh, well, that like, sucks for him." Like I'm like, he, I'm like, "Yeah, I got rejected a bunch of times too, but I kept mm. going until I found someone that did publish." Me. Mm. But you know, like just because I'm young doesn't mean that I don't have anything to contribute. I'm mm. like, sure, I, I totally acknowledge that there are people that have way more experience than me or have had way more hardship in life, but that doesn't mean that you can't contribute value. So he'd be like, What do you, what do you know? You know nothing. Like, you know, he'd just make all these assumptions about me, my personality, my intellect, mm. my writing style. Or like like I told him I was getting engaged. Mm-hmm. Right, like I got engaged, <laughs> and he was like, uh, "You're gonna be divorced." <laughs> he's like, he's like huh, "Why would you do that?" He's like, "My wife and I have been together for forty years, and we just fucking hate each other." And I was like, "I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm like, that fucking sucks <laughs> for you." I'm like, maybe, maybe you guys hate each other because you're so negative. Like, all the time. <laughs> like, you know, like I wonder how he would have felt and said, "Wow, good advice. I'm getting a divorce now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that." Like, yeah. Like, what, is, what do you expect to, like, people adding that kind of, like, instant pessimism, like, yeah. it, it, no it, it astonishes me that, like, people don't reflect and think about, like, how that's going to make them look. When, yeah. when you just start shitting on something, where it's just like, you know, maybe you should have just kept your mouth shut. Yeah, just shut up. <laughs> like, if you have nothing nice to say, just shut up. Like, yeah, yeah it's simple. Like, you know, it's funny, it's like, here's another benefit of knowing yourself, is mm-hmm. that... Like, you just stop caring what other people think of you. Like, me, I genuinely don't give a fuck. Mm. Like, me, like, my my standard at the end of the day is that as long as I can respect myself and the decisions I'm making at the end of the day, mm. it doesn't matter what other people think of me. I'm like, as long as I'm not doing, like, terrible things on a day-to-day basis and I can do work that makes me feel proud and I'm excited about the things I'm doing, I don't care if people don't agree with what I'm doing or mm. don't support me or don't believe in my mission. Like, mm. like recently, my uh, my fiance had someone, like, criticize, like, her weight. <laughs> mm. Like, it was, it was, like, a small jab, but it just came from a place of, like, insecurity. Mm-hmm. And, like, she got really upset about it. 
And, you know, it threw her off, like, the whole day. She's like, oh, you know, like, I don't know how I feel. Like, I've been working so hard. And she's, you know, she's really stressed. She's doing a lot. And, like, I just set her off. And I just told her, I'm like, hey, fuck that. <laughs> like, like I, that's, I, that's, that's, like, literally my answer to everything. It's like, hey, you know that person who said that to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Fuck them. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares what they have to say? It's like, you're going to the gym every day. You're working out every day. You're trying to improve yourself. You're going two days, two days a week. I'm like, sure. I'm like, I, I have some weight I want to lose too. But like, you're like, you don't have a negative self image of yourself just because someone wants you to feel bad because they fucking feel bad all the time. Because mm. that's that's what a lot of people do. You have all these pessimistic people out there that just want to spread like the seeds of destruction in your mind yeah. and your dreams. I had dreams once. <laughs> now I'm here, 70 years old in a cubicle. Like, <laughs> look at my dreams. That's where your dream's going to end up. You're going to be just like me. Like, you know, like those those people, I, I've run into them all the time. I very, very rarely have met people that support me. <laughs> you know? Going, but, back, going back to the guy who was just like... Devil was, Dave. Uh, yeah, Devil Dave. Who was just like, oh... Don't don't write a book. Oh, what do you know? It's like, well, you you know, like people need to hear messages from their peers. They need to hear right. messages from people that they that that, that that think that they think are going through the same things that they're going through. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're not always gonna be able to look at yourself and re- write down your personality and just see it and like everything you see. You know, you may not like all the different aspects of your character. You right. know, but the good thing is, at any point. At literally any point in your life, you can choose to change it. At any point, mm-hmm. like you said, it's when he's going to the freaking gym. She's grinding. She's doing her fucking things. Like, who the hell cares? Like, yeah. do, do you think this person knows your whole fucking your, your grind? Yeah, they don't know shit about you. Like, no. like, just keep it moving. Keep on grinding. Like, it's not something you even need to focus on. Let them be the but ones like, that motivate you. The best, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, he's not Jay. Gets it. Go <laughs> to the fire. <laughs> I feel it. You're making me stronger. Yeah. <laughs> My Saiyan pride. Every, every time Desire's dad is like, oh, well, he's six pounds. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Just wait till he sees you benching like 250. <laughs> yeah, weren't you picking up like 315? We're together? Deadlift, in yeah. deadlifting? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's pretty fucking crazy, bro. How much you weigh? Like 147. 147. Yeah, he's picking up double Twice body weight. weight. Double his body weight with deadlift. That's fucking real good. That's wild. You can bench over your weight for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've been doing that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That ain't shit. When you can dumbbell press it, that's yeah, crazy. That yeah. <laughs> See, I've, I've been training my legs. I'm almost there. Just got 100 dumbbell press, yeah. But I haven't been in the gym in so long because I fucking threw my back out. <laughs> oh, Listen, man, man games of Frisbee can be very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for that fucking Frisbee, guys. Next, l- listen to me. If you're on the beach and you're sprinting, just fall. J- just <laughs> fall. All right? As just Pat fall. gave out under the weight of all those lofty arguments he made. <laughs> weak, lofty positions. <laughs> he says this knowing full well he's never defeated me in arguments. He just thinks that. See, I'm the architect. I'm okay with letting him think that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny about the architect thing. The, uh, first, the first thing I look is like a little through the strengths and the weaknesses. And I see the strengths and I'm like, yeah. That's definitely me. I see the weaknesses, and I'm like, pathetic. Yeah, like, I got to change this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
one of the major ones, overconfidence. That, like, uh, that wasn't one. That was yours, no, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was arrogance and judgmental. Yes. No, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm da- arrogance, judge, judgmental. It's part of me, and it's like I try not to be too judgmental. No. Because mm-hmm. if I just if I allow myself to do it, I will literally pick everything apart. I, I get in oh, the most judgmental? trouble. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if you suffer that much from judgmental because you kind of live and let live. But but I would Truly. I would say the overconfidence more so because it's just you're like, definitely very like, confident. Like yeah. rich driving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a saint. <laughs> yeah, Richie is just overly pri- proud of his skills, and his skills are fucking there. Like, yo, in anything you do, you're very, like, elite with the shit you do. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, anytime you're elite in something like that, and you fucking know it, uh-huh. it just, you're just asking for trouble. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, no, just, I have to check myself yeah. constantly. <laughs> yeah, I do. If, if, I, if I let my mind wander for a little bit, it's just like, I start getting, like, a little antsy, because, like, everyone just starts, because a lot of people are bad drivers. Like, yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, and and sometimes sure. I question... Like, how do they get their license? And it, makes me, <laughs> and it makes me think that there should be, like, a period of time, maybe, like, say, 10 years, where you have to take your road test again. I've had the exact same thought. <laughs> I'm like, right I'm like I don't even know anymore. When, when I got my road test, the people testing me literally crashed the car before testing me. I watched oh the God. two of them together, right? They're notorious for being assholes, too, like, with the test. They fail uh, kids all the time. Hmm. So they, they get out of the car. One gets out of the car, and the other one's reversing. They reversed into another car. Wow. And me, I'm sitting in the car with my driving instructor, laughing my ass off because I watched <laughs> it happen. But then, but then I had like the hard realization because like I was so used to hanging out with this one friend of mine, uh-huh. and he had tinted windows. Uh-huh. And then I realized I'm like, oh fuck, I'm not in that car. <laughs> this is transparent glass. <laughs> she she tried oh, to God. dock me on my test. She took off like like ten points. She was like, she's like, you lost control of the vehicle. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I lost control. <laughs> but but I passed. I passed. That's all that matters at the end of the day. So long as your road wet ready. Yeah, for me, like like Richie has the confidence. For me, I get in the most trouble for being judgmental. Yes, it's, it's you not, guys both have yeah. I, it's not it's not even because like I'm judgmental per se. It's just that I boil down things to the simplest version to understand it. Mm. Because like to me, like this this is a specific example of something I always get in trouble for. Mm. Like. I'll see someone do something or like someone will tell me a story of them doing something and I'll be like, oh, that's stupid. And then people are like, why is that stupid? I'm like, because what they're doing is not smart. (laughs) It's dumb, right? It's like, well, they're going through a thing. There's an emotional thing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, when do people make stupid decisions? When they're emotional, right? Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I have empathy for the person, but like, it's stupid. Like what they're doing, it's dumb. It's like those, you know? it's those snap judgments. That's definitely but, part of you. But it's it's times. it's it's not even like a snap judgment. Like I don't I don't look at it that way. Like I really look at it as like just seeing it as it is. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I see it for what it is. But but again, that, I don't that, need to that, put the filter on it. That that's still a snap judgment because it's like. Listen, people are more than just their mistakes and what they just put out there. That's for sure. There should be a road of redemption. There should be a road to redemption, exactly. Sure, but yeah. for people I, I don't know and I'm not going to see again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some, some guy like today almost murdered me and Andrew while we were uh, driving. That was I'm not going to be like, you know, maybe he had a lot going on. <laughs> like, no, he's stupid. The only impression you have of him that, is him trying to kill you. <laughs> he literally that like, guy was an on. idiot. That yeah. guy was an idiot. clearly looking at his phone or some shit because like, bro, there's a yield sign and he's just going straight into traffic yeah like, and like I almost head on collides with us 
And like me, I'd be like, yeah, you're dumb. Like you're stupid. Like, like sure, maybe maybe he's you know Ivy League Juilliard. Like you know, <laughs> maybe he's not. Maybe he's just dumb. Like you know, there's there's difference between you know street smart and book smart too. What, what were the the what's the names the flaws of the debater? I don't, I don't remember them. I don't even remember, dude. Uh, I, I, I give me, give guess me there second. are none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overconfidence. <laughs> Arrogant. Unwillingness to compromise. <laughs> no, that is not true. That, I, that was it for relationships. <laughs> but let's get to these yeah, they, they said in uh, relationships they can be uh, overwhelming. This is very argumentative. Yes, that's insensitive, a, intolerant. I, I definitely can be insensitive. Can find it difficult to focus. No, no. He, here's one of the major things I can definitely the mess with that too. that intolerant mm-hmm. stuff. Well, not not the intolerant, um, but here this one that you pulled up. Insensitive. Uh, oh, the first one. Argumentative. Very argumentative. Like, yeah, th- that is something I come across because it's just like uh, I get very upset when, like, you know, all, all throughout high school, we just had to do this thing, like, when we were writing essays and stuff. It's like support your statement with three, su- two to three supporting facts. Or, like, you know, you have to bolster your statement with supporting facts to create your position. And it's just something that like I've taken and put throughout my entire life. If I'm gonna argue with somebody and you say something to me and then you fall back on feelings. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, what the f- what are you saying? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> any sense. Support your statement <laughs> with some type of facts or evidence. Like like give me something to go off of, you know? The hormonal changes in my body. <laughs> <laughs> How I feel, you know, if I just expect you know, bills to be Is <laughs> <laughs> a throwback to last episode? Yeah. yeah. For your continuous watchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for, for another one for INTJ is that we're overly analytical. Uh-huh. And, like, that's just so true because, like, whenever I'm faced with an emotional task, like, you know, like, if, like something happens, like, fiancé is upset with me or siblings upset with me or whatever, I'll sit there and I'll just sit there and dissect it and be like, why? Why are we here right now? You break and down like, all the points. I'll, I'll rip through it, blah, 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 blah. And like, I see, see, see. I'm like, hmm, I understand. But but this should override this, though, no? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, why? That is so true. But that's how I operate, though. I'm it's, like, it's a fucking tally system. Like, like, the one word that Esvini dreads more than anything else when me and her, like, have a conversation is, a uh, babe, it's, it's a matter of our foundation. Because <laughs> like, to me, like, I'm always talking about foundation. Because, like, in my mind, there's just so many things I've written off to just simply it is like you know it's like it's like we have this foundation these things are to be unquestioned principles of our relationship <laughs> and like it just, it just simply is at this point but you should be you're like well this particular incident and i'll be like okay i see but the foundation <laughs> like, you know like i'll be overly analytical with my entire approach for everything because i have a very high need oh this one's for, yours? uh yeah i have a very high need for understanding in mm-hmm. order like, if it doesn't make sense, it bothers me. On matters mm. of principle, I'm like a rock. I will not move. <laughs> if your argument is flawed, like, I can't I can't surrender because I'll just keep analyzing why you think the way you think. Like, I especially hate people that have, like, like a fervor for their arguments, that they're arguing on this extreme level of passion over uh. something that they've heard. Whether it's like a religious argument or otherwise political. Is it your political. own destiny or one someone has chosen for Yes. <laughs> like indoctrination is such a terrifying word because I think about it all the time. Mm. Like people are constantly indoctrinated into their parents' beliefs, society's beliefs, like the groupthink kind of mentality. Oh, and those things I've always hated because 
Me as a, like a, I uh, the architect type is said to be like a loner too, and like I truly identify. I truly identify that way, and like yeah. I genuinely don't fucking care what anyone else thinks. I don't care about popularity. My my ultimate objective is to ha- have the highest level of freedom I could possibly have in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, liquid flexibility in my thinking. You know, but once people start taking that from me, it drives me insane and it puts me in like. Uh, bad place mm-hmm. like, I'm not willing to compromise on those kinds of issues and that you know mm-hmm. frequently I'd rather be the person that stands alone for his beliefs than stands with the group yeah just for 100%. clout yeah like it, it doesn't it simply just doesn't matter oh this is my so Richard tell me about your INTJ what, do you, what are your flaws my flaws well, that's the uh, debate. You're well, at. yeah, no, I think the arrogance one is <laughs> <laughs> the arrogance very, one, yeah. very, very high because I feel like sometimes, like, I'll feel I'm right, mm-hmm. and then I won't take anything else for an answer, mm. and I won't move. And you know, you see, sometimes I just, <laughs> I just won't move because it's like you're gonna come at me about my techniques. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you have no idea how I developed these techniques. What I, you probably, I probably already went through the same thing that you're gonna go through for your first time. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like, no, Andrew, I've done this and then, and then it doesn't help because when I say that to someone and then it happens, mm-hmm. it just makes me feel even more arrogant because it's like, <laughs> it's like mm, I could, I told, I told you this you already, so. and you didn't listen to me. <laughs> now, will you listen to me the next time? <laughs> I, I feel like one of the most exciting things about your Myers Briggs in uh, the last year is that, like how it changed. Mm-hmm. It's like me and Richie used to be like uh, we're we're the same for the first four letters, mm-hmm. but for how we uh, kind of express ourselves, we were different at one point. Mm-hmm. I am highly assertive on that. Like I scored like a ninety nine out of a hundred, <laughs> and Richie no seriously, but, yeah, but, no. but Richie Richie scored in the turbulent section, and like now recently I put like a pull up. Mm-hmm. And you took the test again, and you scored in the assertive section, and that's that's a massive change mm-hmm. in like how you express yourself and like how you perceive your internal world. Because what it is is that, especially during that time, I was very I, I couldn't see it. It was a very turbulent time in my life. Mm-hmm. And then as I started like experiencing more things and like how I handled my emotions, and I taking from this, I was looking at it because I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I want to be more assertive in my personality. I want to be who I am. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I had to see who I was, go through my emotions, break it down, and then I was able to see like, this is part of who I am, and I can be better. Yeah. Because I just want to keep going to that step. It's not perfection, but it's to keep getting better and better and better for better every step man. I take. Right. Like, how would you kind of like describe like that mental flip? In your head like was it easy or is it hard no, no, no. to make it's not it's not something you can just flip the switch it's just it's kind of like part of the intj mm-hmm. and part of that rarity is that i can do a lot of things that a lot of people can't do mm-hmm. right and the fact that i'm such a like i can sit by myself and just think just keep thinking and thinking and thinking and that kind of mentality is something that i can develop higher um capacity something like capacity Mm-hmm. For handling those kind of situations, like because mm-hmm. when I go through a very like, there's a lot of times where a lot of emotion is in there, and I would literally write it down because I feel so much emotion, and like I don't know how to express it. Right. So I'll bottle it. I'll write it down because it's like this is a way that if I ever feel some type of way, I'll read through this and see mm-hmm. if I feel the same way in the future. Right. And I notice that I kind of get a little more jaded, mm-hmm. and then that's like literally the process. It's kind of like, it's not like the best in a sense because 
my emotion my emotion side is very like contained contained and then my logic side is huge right mm-hmm. and i think that could be like one of my weaknesses that that's something that could change in time like for me i used to be a lot like that too like <laughs> like especially when you come from like more of the darkness aspect mm-hmm. of our lives like i'm walking out of the darkness now <laughs> i'm coming towards the light and like it's, it changes you like for me like when i was in the the heat of like the the prime era of my struggle mm-hmm. i was a cold rational cold steel <laughs> like rational kind of person like didn't have time for emotion like mm-hmm. i being an intj was like my cure to handling my emotional turmoil because mm-hmm. i put a firm rein <laughs> on the emotions and just crushed them mm-hmm. i was like we don't have time for this right now we have <laughs> to make results happen and like i blocked off that part of myself a while and it is a weakness in a way you know but it also could serve as like a useful buffer at mm-hmm. times too yeah but you know as i've gotten older i've matured you know not just just mentally but emotionally i've learned to kind of let go of that of those reins a little bit and like trust people so the emotional reservoir (laughs) can fill again having the ability to be vulnerable yeah like Mm -hmm. and it's hard like you've developed more but you know what like since you're at the stage where you're still kind of like opening up and like trying to find people because i remember richie richie used to not be so assertive like and you know we've had many talks talking about just like yo you can't let those kinds of things happen to you Mm -hmm. because you know you're too self-sacrificing you know, so many people go through that where they put the needs of others before themselves. Yeah. And, like, that, that's what it ultimately boils down to. It's like, well, why are you making this decision? Like, do you feel like you can't win a conflict? Like, do you feel like you can't win an argument? Like, yeah, coming from the debater side, it's mm-hmm. like, I will always... Find a way to win. I will always... Not, not find a way to win, but I will always seek the conflict because it's like, let, let's see what's good with this argument. Like, if you're right, you're right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, like, let's prove it. Let's not sit around and, and not confront this. You know, that, that's one of the major aspects of my personality. And I feel like through our friendship, you've gotten the opportunity to really see, like, a lot of that. Like, yo, Richie, you're right in this regard. Like, fucking go for it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just with the cupcake thing. You know? Oh, my goodness. The cupcake thing. <laughs> What's the, that? So, there was, there was these banana cupcakes, right? And then it was at Desire's house. There was three cupcakes, right? So... I, I think he took he took two. He took two years. Took, no, no. So like I basically told him like, listen, man, I'll like I'll give you a cupcake because what happened was like he had half a cupcake, and then I ate it right and like oh man I'm sorry I'll literally give you a whole cupcake. He decides just to take two and I was like <laughs> and I was, and, I, and from that point I was like yo this makes no sense because I'll literally you'll get more you'll get the whole cupcake to yourself so not only do I you get the half back you get another half. I don't see how this is not a win. Then he says, no, no, I'm just going to give you, like, I don't want any anymore. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, he, why would you back down? Saying, why would you back down? two cupcakes or, or no cupcakes. Or, or no cupcakes. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, where's the compromise? These are all mine to begin with. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm helping you out. And it, it literally blew my mind. I couldn't it, handle it. It was, it was just, it was it was just such much. a long argument. <laughs> that he snapped. And, and, and like, <laughs> but, but Richie was kind of like, you know, fine, take the cupcakes. I was just like, Richie, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy just took your fucking cupcakes. Took your lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was your brother, but... Yeah, but it's like, man, I tried to give you a cupcake and you didn't want it. Oh, I, yeah. think, I think you were saying Desire took your cupcakes. No, no Desire not, not even... Oh, uh, he needed cupcakes. And, and these were special. Oh, yeah, these yeah, were yeah, very yeah. delicious cupcakes. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, his brother's an MMA fighter, too. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, take these fucking cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll make you my cupcake, cupcake. <laughs> Ultimately, he got the cupcake. The moral of the story is that the cupcakes fell on the floor and we still ate them because of principle. He <laughs> 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 got the cupcakes back, but then I was like, we're still fucking eating these goddamn cupcakes. I'm not going to not eat them now. <laughs> no way. No fucking way. Because it, it was just wrong. It's like, yo, he took them. Like, bro, at least fucking axe. You know? Yeah, that was, that was the main thing that was like, come on, man. You're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I came and set expectations for you. <laughs> it's it's just Damn, that, that's how you psychologically defeat your older brother. <laughs> He's like, I expect more from my older brother. <laughs> Fuck! You expect Damn, I'll be better! You guys are supposed to take your cuts. I've removed it, all role models and made my own in my head. Yeah. It's just a better version of myself. Yo! It's that guy from First Floor. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. We have to post this side-by-side -side picture. Time skip Richie. Time skip Richie. We have to post this side-by-side picture on our Instagram. Dude, I found this. because Make I... his mental note. When we re-listen to this, mm -hmm. we're going to post it up. <laughs> Pre-Richie, post-Richie. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I'm affiliated with, with First Form. I was just scrolling through, and I see this guy. I, and like I thought it was Richie. I was like, oh. When the fuck did he get so jacked? <laughs> I'm looking and it was like believably jacked, like you know. But look, I'm like, I'm like, that's not Richie. He had the same haircut, same like kind of ponytail look to him, and I was like, bro, he had the, the same fuck? curly hair. The he had the mustache, the face. beard, yeah, everything. It was a little like uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was ominous. Richie was good. That, 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 like, that, that, that was the closest. <laughs> that was foreshadowing. That was the closest someone ever got to like matching with yeah. like, a random other person because they said that I looked like the weekend. I was like, really? Sometimes when somebody looks like you, you gotta call it out yourself. Like I once saw this guy on a calendar. He looked like me. Like he was just like for this business thing. Like he's in a whole group of people. He just looked like me with a little pencil mustache. <laughs> he looks. He. I was like, that's the evil me. <laughs> like oh my god. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll post our doppelgangers. <laughs> I get I get Chuck Bass or I get from Gossip Girl or yeah. I get Elon Musk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk is my dad. He's my true father. Oh my god. Neil deGrasse Tyson is Vinny's true father. That's that's our joke all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know who uh, fucking Desire gets all the time? Tracy Morgan. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible, man. He's better looking than Tracy Morgan, but damn. <laughs> that's just cruel. That's terrible, bro. But, huh. but Desire knows himself. Yeah, he knows himself. He knows his emotions. He knows he's observant. <laughs> but just going into fucking emotions, just like, how do you handle your emotions, you know? Do, do they control you? Like, Absolutely not. Like, are, <laughs> not are, you, are you, like, but this is, again, the kinds of things that you need to take stock of, the things you kind of need to know. It's like, like, if you get emotional, are you going to lash out and start flipping flipping a shit? Like, are you that kind of person? Are you the kind of person who's going to hold it in and then want fucking revenge? Like, because that, that's, that's how I me, am. That's me, yeah. I try not to hold revenge as, like, something that I want to keep striving well, it, it for. Depends it depends against who. Yeah, yeah, against who, but I it's mean, like... I mean, if, if you're you in a competitive field, like, let's, let's, say, let's say you're in work or something like that and somebody slights you, yeah, I'm definitely going to be like... Hold it in. <laughs> Wait till you're weak. Watch and it then in. I strike. <laughs> you know, but just knowing yourself, how you handle your emotions, these are all different tiers of like how you can really get yourself mm -hmm. and then change yourself. Right. Ultimately, that's what we want to want you to do. We want you to be better than how you are now. 
again, like we were saying before, you look in the mirror, you may not like the character that you have now, or you may love it. You know, it's it's up to you. I don't know who you are, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you may look at it, you may love it, you may hate it, but at any point, you can change all of it. It's simply mm-hmm. just a decision. Like, you know, we all have different makeup of our minds, but like, if you are willing to change, you know, there's going to be people who are receptive to that and wish and want that for you as well. Right. You know, not everybody's going to be a hater and say like, oh, well, you know, it's a bad idea or that sucks. Don't get married. You know, yeah. something, <laughs> something crazy like that. You know, people are definitely going to be receptive to you wanting to change if it's for the better for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. not only does it help you, but when other people start seeing you change and evolving like your character, your personality, and all these other things, you start having a better handle on your emotions and your feelings, that really affects other people. People always take stock of it. You think people don't know you? Nah, people know you. People know if you're the annoying one, if you're the crybaby, if you're this, you're that, or whatever you are. Like, people know it. And if you start to just change it little by little, you can be the exact person that you want to be. Right. Yeah. My my mechanism for handling like any sort of emotional conflict that arises in my life is this philosophy that I apply to all aspects of my life mm-hmm. and I call it mental fortitude. So to me, in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve in life, you have to first fortify your mind because that's both your strongest defense and your strongest offense in life. Once you're in control of your mind, you can control your entire reality. So in order for me to truly live by my philosophy, I have to never, ever surrender to my circumstances. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what kind of turmoil comes my way. I have to be able to look at it, sit there, and create the optimal strategy Mm -hmm. to get around it. Because there there are a lot of people that rather just look at a problem and just see the problem. But to me, like... That's never been the case for me. I don't have I don't have the opportunity to sit there and waste, you know, and just see the problem. Like I, I can't waste that opportunity. Every problem that I see is an opportunity to grow. I get excited at, in the face of adversity. I get mm-hmm. excited being in losing situations. I don't mind, like because it helps me sharpen my game, and get better. On yeah. a more fun example, Andrew and I like playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I hate his play style, but it, it has caused me. It has caused me to adapt to, to his play style, and it's fun. We have like fucking like Dragon Ball Z esque matches on the stage. We get body like a fucking body me, and then I'll get a couple on him. And then if you're a fan of the podcast and you play Smash, come get your ass beat yo, by us. Yeah, <laughs> give us those switch codes. But like, but Smash is a war game, like basically, oh, yeah. like it's all strategy and like it forces you to adapt. Like you have the same moves, same character, but it's all different tactics, different strategy. Mm-hmm. But like that's just a fun example. But like on a real world example, it's like you have to always kind of find an opportunity to succeed because you, that that's just being a part of Life. being a person. Like you have to form a level of resilience in yourself in order to grow and prosper because so many people just surrender at the first roadblock. Like to me it's like like an obvious one that like pretty much everyone shares if you're a rational person is that you want to get fit or mm. you want to you want to just be a little better. You want to drop a few pounds, like whatever, mm. right? You want shredded abs. Shredded <laughs> fucking abs. Yes, that's I mean obviously. <laughs> like that's that's what I want. But she's walking around here with sick abs and just like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. But like you have to you have to set up 
prepare like the layup shot for that opportunity mm-hmm. like not everything has to be shooting threes like, you know like take yeah. the layup man take the take the points <laughs> take the layup. You know? just go to the gym like, it doesn't have to be hard you're like you're like oh i want to work out but i can't afford a gym membership look don't shoot half court if you can't if you can't make half court <laughs> start running in all right can you make the three can you afford can you afford a cheaper gym membership can you afford ten dollars a month at planet fitness can you no do, can you, you do calisthenics can't? at home you can't yeah. what can you do calisthenics at home calisthenics i think he said something yeah. else oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he's like uh you know but but yeah, like, can you do calisthenics at home? Can you go for a run around the block? That's free. Like, yeah. you know, can you eat less ice cream every day? Yeah, that's God, free. Damn. Just you cut out one thing. Yeah, you don't need to have dessert every night. You know, got to <laughs> earn that. You got to go for a run. You got to, you know, take the dog out for a walk. You know, get a friend, you know, go talk about life for two hours. The, the walk will go by real fast. You'll be like, yeah. oh, man. Like, you have to start thinking outside the box when it comes to facing your problems. Because if you don't, you're trapped. You're trapped forever. Yeah. And those are the kind of people that I, I resent the most because I used to be like that. Mm. I used to surrender to my, my surroundings. I used to surrender. I'm like, oh, you know, like, I had a bad at-home situation. My father made me feel completely worthless. And I surrendered to that at mm-hmm. certain points in my life. But one day, I woke up. And I had enough. I was mm. like, you know what? I need to be better for me. I don't care what he thinks of me. Nobody's saving you but you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I've realized more than anything else. Like I, when I was young, I was always I always kind of had the notion that the teacher will find me when I'm ready. Yeah. Like you know, it's like that. That's like a, I forget where the quote's from. It's like it's like the teacher will present himself when the student is ready, and that's just not true. Like there's not necessarily a meta like a external teacher but there could be a metaphorical self-teacher to me it's like one day i had the awakening in myself so i had to become my own teacher i had to do better want more and be more for myself by myself because i had no one carving the path for me i had to conquer the fear of failure within myself because failure is is nothing to be afraid of it's just part of the process and like it's brutal failing but you got to keep going fear of failure leads to indecision Yes. You know, people, it, it makes people stop grinding. It makes people stop going forward. It's like there's, there's nothing more brutal than just being scared to fail. Right. You won't take that next step if you are scared to fail. And then you realize that you're going nowhere, and then you see that, and then you use that as an excuse to stop doing anything. Yep. Right? It paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fear, fear of failure is like you're trying to move forward, by crawling with yeah. weights on your back and you're going to get dragged back down to the pit of hell. <laughs> but you know what's better than feel of failure? Hunger for success. Because yeah. that, you got that weight, but you're crawling out like a fucking hyena. Cheetah, <laughs> just crawling down. <laughs> that. That's what I want to be. Like to me, it's just like ravenous hunger for success in life. Ambition consumes yes. me. Yes. <laughs> Never satisfied, always wolfish. Like you got to keep going. Because like, it's, it's just a sad way to live life. I refuse to be afraid. I, I, I will seek my potential. And like, like I always, like I've never really felt enabled in my life, just like financially or otherwise. But now, finally, the layup is coming. Mm-hmm. I have crawled to my layup, but I'm there. Watch out for that truck. Cl- we climbing on my fucking knees. <laughs> Hold on, Ethan. Watch out for that truck we were talking about before. <laughs> you know, I motherfuckers around the corner. Because like we were saying before, it's like, even if you have all this shit's like, 
going for you. Like, Ethan, you're not going to fucking stop. No. You're going to keep on being hungry. Yeah. Like, no matter what, you, you see this good things coming for you down down the street, down the road, whatever. It's not going to make you change and stop grinding. No. You know what I mean? Too many people, it's just like, oh, once they get the one thing that they want, they, they slow down. Right. They're like, they become complacent. They're just like, oh, I'm happy here. Complacency is the enemy. It's the Abs- greatest threat absolutely. we face every day. <laughs> so the journey has just begun. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Dude, like seriously, like we're so young. To me, what I mean though is that I'm, be- I'm reaching the point in my life where I'm at the most enabled mm-hmm. is now I have a Zvini. Yeah. And we're you know, getting married. We're about to move in together and Power just couple. get our – we have our house and everything. <laughs> And I am finally financially enabled. Yeah. And I've never had that in my entire life. And that will help me. Once you have money, you can make more. Yeah. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to do Uber and stuff after work, after working a 60-hour work week. This is not me. Yeah. I'm not the type to throw in the extra hours like that. But I will throw in the extra hours to build a business. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> gonna build the empire like me and Slowly her together we're finally both mm. we're each other's enabler and that's why we're gonna succeed mm-hmm. i like that i like that a lot mm-hmm. it's real dope it's Vinny. are you crying right now <laughs> <laughs> no no it's Vinny. if she's listening to this right now she's like i want to work out <laughs> i'm gonna work out 10 times harder yo she's such a savage i don't know how she does it it inspires me she's, she's funny because she helps me think outside the iron box sharpens iron dude mm-hmm. i, I could be way too linear with my thinking at times because i'm operating mm-hmm. purely on logic she's more in touch with the her feelings than me for sure like you know like mm-hmm. she takes more like clinical psychology kind what of approach. what was her myers-briggs uh, I think she's an ENFP, mm. so that like it's pretty similar. But she, even though like, what's the title of it? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, I, no, it's not the leader. That's some, the protagonist is, is it ENFP. ENTG. Yeah, ENFP. I forget what it is. I got you. We'll see in a second. But her personality type complements mine very well mm-hmm. because we both have the intuitive type, and even though she's like. Campaigner. She's a campaigner. Right, which is perfect. That's the perfect way to say it. Like, she's literally like constantly like hustling. Like, like she, we'll throw out the market plan out there and she'll be going. She'll campaign for herself, campaign for me. Mm-hmm. And like together, like she's a campaigner and I'm the architect. So literally, I like, I built the strategy and she helps me execute it. Yes. Like, you know, I'm like, or, like she could build strategy too, obviously. But like, you know, like that's really who we are together as a mm-hmm. couple. Like we're just doers because we're both not satisfied with what is what and we're have constantly now. obsessed with what could be. And like we're not necessarily motivated by like the monetary factors of life. That's just a component of it. We're most motivated by the highest level of freedom we can achieve in our own lives and the greatest net good we can instill in other lives mm. because – a belief that I hold very close to my heart is how can I free other people if I cannot free myself? Everyone wants to help everyone else, right? That's always everyone's end goal, right? I want to help mm. other people. But guess what? If you're not helping yourself, how how the hell are you going to help other people? You can't. Other people are so much more inspired and to change themselves when they see that growth and change within you. You know, just, just like how we were talking about Julia like last week or so. Um, how once he started working out, literally every single person in his house started working out. Yeah. I started grinding real hard at the gym. All of a sudden, my brother's all the time at the gym. <laughs> like, you know yeah. I mean? it, It's just like, it's infectious. Like, that growth mentality, like, once you start showing other people, hey, like, you know, you're working, you're grinding, you're doing all these things, it can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, take whatever micro, mini steps you need to take, but 
it can be done. Once you start doing it, other people will see it and they will gravitate towards it. Yeah, that's exactly how we got into the gym. Yeah. Because it was just like, we need to do this. I felt it. I was like, this feels amazing. And then we just need to all do it. Because if we all do it and feel this good, this we'll feel unstoppable. I remember way back when, when it was just Richie and Desire, right? They were hitting the gym yep. consistently. This is back when I was like huge, like 280. And then they were Richie was just talking to Drew. He's like, yo, man, if we get Andrew to go hard in the gym, it's over. We're all going to just constantly <laughs> hit the gym all the time. As soon as I came through, I was killing it. I was just going hard. It was like, Richie, you fucking saw that. What I say to you, you last time we worked out together? Yeah, like, oh, I always fucking push it. Because <laughs> yeah, Andrew and I, like, like we're naturally, we're people that have no problem with conflict, like, in our uh, friendship. We don't care. Like, yeah. I'll just disagree with you on everything. I'm not gonna I'll, talk, I'll talk shit. I My feelings not, aren't going to get hurt. I do not want yes men. No. Yes, yes yeah. men are the worst yeah. thing that you could ever have because they don't want you to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're scared you're going to leave them behind if you keep on giving them the tools to grow and be better. Right. You know? But continue. Yeah, no. But what I said, like, me and him will compete in the gym, whatever, right? But more than that, what I said was like, if me and you worked out together every day, I'd be ripped already. Because <laughs> like, I've never had the consistent partner that's like as ravenously hungry for results yeah, as me. Like I've lost another gym partner. Like, you know, like I'm down. I'm, I'm back to the solo approach. Someone recently asked me if they could work out with me. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no more. I hurt too much. I, I'm done training people. I want the perfect partner, but it's never come. <laughs> I understand now. I was meant to do this alone. <laughs> you know, but like, that's what it's got to be. You can't be afraid to go alone. You got to trek out into those woods and conquer your demons. All right? Like, all in all, I think we're at the point where we're ready to start wrapping up here. Oh, yeah. But in order to truly succeed in life, you have to first understand yourself. Once you understand yourself, you can grow and you can understand other people better. You need to ask yourself the question, who are you? Is it your destiny or a destiny someone else has chosen for you? <laughs> do you have true control of your emotions or do you just react to them? Mm. So on that note, that, we're signing off in episode five. Of the E equals A R squared. <laughs> <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Uh, Drew, we wish you a speedy recovery from your stroke. All right. Tragedy. Get better. Tragedy. Best of luck. <laughs> Yo, stop spreading that. People are going to think he's hurt. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because he says strategy. <laughs> like it's a strategy. And he's like, strategy. Exactly. <laughs> I that guy. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, we'll remember. Take it easy. Go out there and grind. Remember, iron sharpens iron. Thanks everyone for tuning in to Equals A Squared. And you know what? We care about your development here. So we want to plug in uh, firstform.com. If you go to firstform.com slash forward slash Ethan Diabreu, you can get free shipping on all the supplements you need. So please, we love you guys. DM us on Instagram at E underscore equals underscore A Squared. And let us know what you thought of the episode. DM us, tell us what's going on in your day. Share your gains with us and uh, have a great week. Lee will struggle on long after the point where anyone else would have quit. I used to believe that if I just trained harder than Neji, two or three times harder, I would make myself strong enough. But now, I am not so sure. I do not know if I will ever be able to work 
hard enough to beat real talent. You're right. All the effort is pointless. If you don't believe in yourself. You must let go of your feelings of shame if you want your anger to go away. But I don't feel any shame at all. I'm as proud as ever. Prince Zuko, pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. True humility is the only antidote to shame. 